Hi, my name is Amber Arga and I'm a Reiki master and a shamanic practitioner. I've been uh, working as a healer for probably nearly eight years now and uh, have been on my own healing journey for um, longer than that, well over 10 years. So these podcasts are just a chance to really share my experiences and my learnings from my very own personal healing journey, but also um, what I have learnt and gathered from the years of uh, of being in the role of healer, um, from the experiences that I may have shared with those who have come to see me and have sought healing. I thought today that we would talk a little bit about judgment. It's something that comes up quite a lot in healing sessions um, with clients and, it, and it's also something that I have been aware of myself in the past in my own healing journey. And that's judgment in two ways, judgment of self and judgment of others. And how that actually impacts on the life that we lead, the decisions that we make and the experience that we have of being on this earthly realm. Judgment is a funny one because it, in a sense, sets us up when we're in a place of judgment as if we know better, as if somehow we are more blessed, we are more intelligent, we are more enlightened than the other. So instantly what judgment does is it disconnects us from the other or from a community or a group or a gathering and because it disconnects us from the other, it ultimately ends up disconnecting us from ourselves because we are all linked. Um, and because we're standing in a place uh, that is not coming from a space of love, but is coming from a space of um, lack of love, really. And I suppose it, it might well be fair to say fear. What I have found, and this has come through in healings, is that when we judge an other, uh, another, um, or an other, what we are actually doing is judging ourselves. And what I mean by that is when we look at another person, um, or sometimes a situation, and we find fault in it, there's something about that person we don't like, truly because everyone that we meet on some level is our reflection, we are actually judging something to do with ourselves. Now it could be something that is a direct um, reflection of, of what we're judging or, or it could run deeper than that. Ultimately because everyone that we meet is a reflection and what I mean by that is you know because there we see the world through our eyes and our eyes are often interpreting um, through the, through one's own experiences, one's own stories, one's own um, life events, and even one's own mood at a certain time, which is why sometimes you know we can feel very positive about a situation or a person, and then you know further down the line we we change our mind. It's because we are constantly shifting and changing in terms of what we're feeling or experiencing or what buttons are being pressed. And so that's how we view the world. 
we, we don't ever truly see the full picture. We see what we choose to see. And, and that's either what we choose consciously to see or, or unconsciously what is in us that is choosing to see the world in a certain way. So when we look at another and we judge them, pretty much a lot of the time what I have found is that what's happening is that we're seeing something in them that reminds us of an aspect that we recognize. And that aspect that we recognize will often be recognizable because it sits in us. So we look at someone and we think, well, you're quite weak. Or you always want to be in control. Or um, you play the victim. And it really winds us up. It winds us up to to the extent that, that we feel we have to say something about it. Or we... You know, we feel like it's got under our skin. And and it's not enough that we can just look at this person and say, oh, okay, well, they, you know, they're playing the victim today. Or, yeah, they like to be in control sometimes. But, you know, I accept that. It's part of who they are. They have these other qualities. Uh, we really feel we have to say something. And that's the thing about judgment is is it, it's, it's, it's got this kind of heavy stone-like quality. It's not enough. It doesn't flow. It's not fluid. It's not water. It's not air. It's heavy. And so often what happens with judgment is we see something we don't like and we instantly feel we have to say something. We have to correct it in some way. I mean, we see this in such a, a profound way now in terms of how we communicate with text messaging and instant messaging and, and, and social media sites that as soon as someone might say something, post something, that, that there will be a flurry of activity to respond to that. Some will be positive and a lot will be in judgment. So when we have that knee-jerk reaction, someone said something, done something, we instantly feel, no, 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 I have to correct you, that's not right. I think it's a fair thing to say that we're in a place of judgment. The minute we say that's not right, we're in a place of judgment. Now, of course, it's a tricky one because there are universal rights and wrongs, and we know this, you know, and it's, for example, it's a universally accepted right that we respect each other and it's a universally accepted wrong that we take the life of another um, un- unless it be in self-defense um, so there are some universal rights and wrongs that's very true so I'm not really talking about those I'm talking about um, those things that are more emotive I'm talking about the examples that I cited, you know, we, we feel we have to correct someone because we feel they're too pushy or they're too needy or they're too um, boisterous or they're too angry or they're too whatever. We feel we need to show them the way, we need to show them the light. Well, then we're in a place of judgment. And often the reason we've had such a knee-jerk reaction is because that is a part of ourselves that we either don't like or that we have not even yet come to acknowledge and befriend. Now, if it's a part of ourselves that we haven't liked, then we will have suppressed it. If we don't like something about um, who we are, uh, we have a choice. We can either come to like it, come to learn it, come to accept it through love, or we can suppress it, pretend that it's not there, wish that it wasn't there. So when we meet someone and they are reflecting that quality back at us that we have been suppressing in ourselves, then of course it's going to bring up those feelings of, of irritation. We don't want to see it reflected back out there. We're doing the best that we can to suppress it in our inner world. Um, 
so the response is so um, emotive often because it it could be something in us that we have suppressed, repressed, um, wanted to ignore for a very long time. Other times it may be that you know we have not even gone that far into our inner inner world to truly uncover all aspects of ourselves. So we look at someone and we say they're too needy or they're too um, too pushy or they play the victim and it really irritates us. We don't know why but it really irritates us and we feel that we have to instruct them and, and somehow tell them to be different. We want to mould them and shape them in some way. Um, we we criticise them, we feel it's not good enough, we feel we can show them a better way. and We don't know why they've gotten under our skin so much, but they have gotten under our skin. And that is often because there is a part in us that has the very same quality that we have not even acknowledged. So in a sense, that person who's irritating us or that we're judging, um, that's a real gift. Um, I have found... A really useful practice is the minute I get that knee-jerk reaction and I and I and I feel someone is wrong or I need to tell someone that what they're doing is wrong or I instantly start to criticize in my mind even before I say anything is to just sit with what exactly has been triggered in me what is it what's the quality that I'm that I'm responding to and am I Am I truly trying to guide this person? Because we may have pure intentions. Am I truly trying to help them, perhaps? Or am I responding because they are reflecting something back at me, an aspect of myself that I haven't truly integrated, that I haven't truly come to accept and love? Because the truth is we're human beings. We're not gods. We are spirit having a human experience. And that means we have our human intricacies and um, eccentricities. So we are going to be loving and compassionate and joyful and passionate and creative and we're also going to be needy and moody and angry and uh, pushy and uh, misguided at times. But that is part of the human experience and for us to judge those parts of us that, that perhaps are not so um, love and light filled um, negates the human experience um, integration of say a needy aspect of us love of that needy aspect of us means that um, it's it becomes uh, a complete part of us and so the the, the needy aspect say for example um, could just be the part of us that truly wishes to reach out and love and be loved the pushy part that we suppress in ourselves or that we judge in others could be the part that just truly wishes to inspire others or that truly wishes to help others. Um, and, and because it's been suppressed for so long, it ends up coming out as something quite pushy or aggressive. There are many reasons why um, these not-so-palatable aspects rear their heads. It's not because... It's something that we need to purge ourselves of. It's because it's often an unexpressed desire or it's something that's been suppressed for so long that now the only way that it can find expression is through something that is quite forceful or something that demands attention or feels quite energetically leeching. So judgment of another, I have found, 
um, a, a worthwhile practice is to really sit with oneself and say, what is it in me that is judging this other person and why? What quality am I judging and why? And where does that quality sit in me? Now, if we're, we're able to completely, you know, say that quality does not sit in me, there is no way I have any quality, any part of me that is needy or pushy or aggressive or plays the victim. There's none of that in me. Then, okay, perhaps you are genuinely trying to guide someone. Um, perhaps you are coming from a space of love. But, I, I mean, I can say, you know, even having done years of work on my inner world, there are still times when when I go into a place of judgment, I truly have to sit and say, well, really, have I really, really um, integrated that part of me? Or is it rearing its head? Because it's there's still a, a story there to uncover. There's still a wound there to heal a little bit. It's just worth asking those questions. I've also found that um, the one of the most damaging uh aspects of judgment can be judgment of self can and, and by that i mean the self talk you know the the inner monologue that goes unheard daily what is it that we say to ourselves how do we speak to ourselves um is it with love or with judgment you know if we do something and we don't feel it was necessarily successful, do we say, well, well done anyway, you did the best that you can? Or do we reprimand ourselves and say, see, you failed again, or you can't get anything right, or no one will love you? I mean, how do we speak to ourselves? And often there will be a reflection there too, because the way that we judge others, look at others, um, accept others, is, is often a reflection of how accepting we are of ourselves. If we look at another and, and see the faults, the perceived faults in them, and wish to correct them, then then we probably have a similar relationship with ourselves. We're probably pretty tough on ourselves. We probably don't accept parts of ourselves, whether that's emotionally or physically or mentally. We're probably pushing ourselves a lot of the time. Judgment of self will come from feeling as if we can never achieve or we're never good enough or... Um, Somehow we are incomplete. And so how do we heal judgment of self? I believe we heal judgment of self by being in that place of parent. Um, the worst thing that that an adult can do to a child is to judge a child. You know, if a child comes to you and they've drawn this, this picture, this painting, school, um, and it's of, you know, mum, dad and the house or an animal or you, you know, and, and it looks nothing like you or an animal or mom, dad in the house, but it does to them, but to you, it's, you know, it's, it's not the finest piece of art. What do we do in that situation? Well, of course we don't judge what a five-year-old has drawn for us or a three-year-old. I mean, of course we praise it and we we rejoice in in this child's creativity and desire to express themselves and we'll we'll give it a place of honor on our walls or um fridges or you know whatever but we wouldn't turn around and say to this child well you know the coloring in's all wrong and and you you haven't captured the light and shade well enough and and cats aren't yellow i mean we 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 wouldn't we wouldn't do that surely 
course, there are families where that does happen, but I mean in terms of healthy parenting, we would celebrate the achievements of that child. So similarly, the adult part of us is and must consistently celebrate the achievements of, um, of, of us and of the inner child us. So when we find ourselves in that situation where we've done something or, you know, created a project or whatever it is, and we find that we are talking to ourselves like a, a judgmental parent, then the the journey of healing is to soften that parent into the loving parent, the accepting parent, the parent that... Um, the parent that loves unconditionally and for me that is the crux of 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 any healing around judgment is unconditional love you know unconditional love is about seeing the the other person as doing the best that they can and not judging them for any perceived failings just accepting. Now that doesn't mean that we accept bad behavior and it doesn't mean that we accept someone's self-destructive behavior but it does mean that we come at it from a place of love and there is a difference between guiding through love and guiding through judgment. It's a subtle difference but people are more likely to respond to guidance given through love than they are to guidance given through judgment. And guidance given through love celebrates what the other person is doing and just seeks to empower them even more and find their own way. Guidance through judgment um, negates what the other person is doing and seeks to mould them into our perception of what perfection is. Who's to say that what one person does is not any greater than what the next does. Who's to say? The minute we say my way is the only way is the minute we're in a place of judgment. And it takes a lot, to be honest, it takes a lot to to be able to accept another and accept their way of, of being. Unconditional love is what will heal our own wounds around judgment and will allow us to be in a place where we therefore do not disconnect from others because we're busy criticizing them or trying to change them or fix them or find them wanting in some way. We're just able to accept them. And if we're able to accept unconditionally, then we're also able to see things less emotively. And, and part of that means that if there is someone in our lives yeah, and their behavior is something that may not resonate with us, rather than reject it or judge it, we, we see them doing the best that they can. And then when we're in a place that's less emotive because we're in a place of unconditional love, we're able to say, well, okay, loving myself unconditionally, do I need to be around this kind of behavior? So then everything becomes fused with love rather than with that sort of heavy rock-like energy of judgment which really doesn't do anything to um, allow a situation to flow or 
develop or um, grow even. So I hope that's helped a little bit in just understanding judgment. I mean, I think sometimes the most healing thing can be even just to understand that we are standing in a place of judgment, that we are um, judging ourselves, that we are being less than loving towards ourselves. I think that's a really good place to even start um, in terms of recognizing judgment because it's a deep wound and it runs throughout all of us and deep into our society deep into the way our culture can be steeped on media. Um, you can find out more information, um, including guided meditations and more writings on the website, which is www.sacredspacehealing.org. That's www.sacredspacehealing.org. And so, until the next time, so be it. So it is.